Datology Coach podcast. Good morning or afternoon, whatever it is, Sarah. How are you? Good evening. <laughs> good evening, Sarah. How are you? I'm going to say good evening because it's the start of spooky season. It is the start so, of spooky season. Yeah, it's always evening in my heart right now. Yes. And we got a little bit of, um, we got a, a little gift from Ryan Murphy. Oh, we sure late- did. We sure did. Speaking of spooky season, Ryan Murphy. (laughs) Yeah, speaking of spooky season, Ryan Murphy um, premiered. They premiered the new season of American Horror Story. Early, right? Early. Well, it's yeah. It's typically, it's typically like the first couple weeks of September, right? And I think because he has impeachment coming out September seventh, he kind of wanted to stagger them a bit. Probably, yeah. Probably. So American Horror Story season ten, I love it. Uh, double feature, yeah. They well, you know that they showed they aired two episodes last Wednesday. Well, yeah, I've been watching them. So they and they've never done that before. So they're they're trying. I guess it's it's called double feature, and so it's going. The first one is sort of about I don't know vampires, I guess, and the second one's about aliens. I don't think they're connected in any way. I'm not looking oh, forward to this. You the- know what? I didn't see the alien one. I didn't because I'm watching on Hulu. So no, that's yeah. I'm the the who the alien one is. So the vampire one is six episodes, and then the alien one is four episodes. Okay. And they're doing vampire first. Okay. And then alien, okay. which bless smart Ryan Murphy. I think he's realizing <laughs> he what he you know. Let, let's condense the story. And I yeah. think he learned that after le- two seasons, two years ago. Oh my God, I can't believe that was two years ago. 1984. Oh my God, that was two years ago. That makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> We've lost oh, a lot of time. <laughs> yeah. That was because 1984, which was sort of, it was a, a take on like 80 slasher movies. Yeah. It's they, cut, they cut the order episode, the episode order down mid season. Did Which you like was, that season? I, it was fucking awful. Yeah. I was excited I mean, by the premise, but... I, I was excited by the premise. Did not pan out for me. No. No, it did not. Um, <laughs> because then I think even the writers like realized we don't have anything here. There's no story here. This no. isn't going to last. Yeah. Um, so, and I'm still pissed that they started off giving Cody Fern all this dialogue in right. the first couple of episodes, and then by the finale, he had one line. Mm-hmm. Like, he was just... I don't know what happened. I don't know what happened there. I I still think there was some sort of drama on the set because he can be a he seems like a bit of a diva, and he doesn't know he doesn't know how to play the game or he just doesn't refuses to play the game. Maybe, but in any case, so this season, the the vampire one. What's it What's it called? Red Tide. Yeah. It so it takes place in Provincetown in the winter. Yeah, and it is fucking it's just bleak but it didn't occur to me until i was watching it that the reason like there were the, these shots where they're in a restaurant yeah <laughs> and there's like four people there <laughs> and i was like all oh, right they started filming this right after right when restrictions started to be lifted okay that makes sense too yeah. So that kind of explains why every scene, do you notice that it's just, it's like this huge set and one person? <laughs> well, I thought that um, it was, I did notice that. And I thought that that was a clever way of filming 
during a pandemic. Mm -hmm. I thought they did it on purpose because they're, you know, part of the plot is that this is a tourist town and it's abandoned in the winter. Mm -hmm. So I thought that's what that was about. Yes. Yeah. My guess is they maybe changed that about the the script because that that wasn't the sense that I got about the original. But also, too, I think they just made a lot of changes because of because of COVID. Yeah. You know, there there are not a lot of extras. Right. No, (laughs) there are are like no extras on this set. But I love Finn Wittrock and Lily Rabe. Oh, yeah. They, like, they are clutch. You know, he, when he showed up in the series finale, the season finale of 1984, didn't that feel like a completely different season? Yeah. <laughs> it, was, it actually felt like, oh, there's a story here. Yeah. He, well, that's Ryan what Murphy he always does that to us, right? Or he does that to us in American Horror Story. Like, the seasons that nobody likes... <laughs> Mm-hmm. They all have that in common, right? In that there's like there's a storyline, and then it just branches off yep. into a totally different territory. Yep, and either yeah. ends disappointingly or not at all. But it, you know why it's also great is because there's so little Sarah Paulson. There's very little Sarah Paulson, which I'm thrilled. I I'm well. We'll get into my irritation with her, but there's so little Sarah Paulson. Because I believe impeachment was filmed. Impeachment, American Crime Story, impeachment, the Ryan Murphy series, the the one that did uh, they did the assassination of Johnny Versace, Darren Chris. I believe they were shooting at the same time. Okay, and so that was taking up all our time. Yeah, we'll we'll get to that. But so you watched the first two episodes, and yeah. what did you like about it? I think it's beautifully shot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I love the dynamic of Lily Rabe and what's his name? I don't Finn know. Wittra. Thank you. Yeah. Um, I I love the conceit of the the New England town that the writers flock to, mm-hmm. um, but it's abandoned and ravaged by opioids. <laughs> um. <laughs> just i like everything about it i think the vampires are really well done much better than in hotel Mm -hmm. um yeah i just i really love everything about it i i'm a sucker for new england though always and i like winter so Mm -hmm. it's like kind of i don't know just kind of tugging on my heartstrings yeah (laughs) your dark dark black heartstrings yeah um what was i going to say I about... said something about New England and you rolled your eyes. <laughs> how did you... Oh, you can see me. I'm like, how the fuck does she know that? Um, no, it was, so, it was something to do with um, the, the, it was, had something to do with the story. Opioids, it, writers. And opioids, writers. thank you. There we go. There we go. There's always an underlying theme uh-huh. to these, to these, um, to the show, Right. Like the first season, the underlying theme was the was the after effects of infidelity. That's true. And the second season was about how the country treats mental illness. I really liked that season too. Did you like that it one? Was, I did not. Oh, I like that <laughs> I did one. Did not. I love like Murder House. I'm, we're taking up an awful lot of time about this, but I loved Murder House. 
Uh, Coven was obviously about feminism. Oh, Coven is so good. <laughs> uh, but this and season, the funniest. I, I don't know if it's funny. It's it, pretty. It's occasionally very funny. Well, it's Jessica Lang, so she had some great lines, and they always made sure to write her great lines. But I do think this season is about the opioid crisis. Um, well, it's certainly about perfectionism and striving and drug use. <laughs> mm-hmm. And maybe yeah. maybe sort of like the interplay between perfectionism slash artists and drug use. Mm-hmm. But, but yeah, I really like that, that aspect of the story, too. I'm into the drugs. I'm into the drugs, like man. Yeah. yeah. And I want to know why some of the houses have red lights. Did you notice that? I did not, but I noticed it about the bar for sure. There are like some of the houses had red lights outside, like they like outside their door. But oh, actually, now that you bring it up, I think I did notice that. But yeah, so I, I love the little Easter eggs. I love that stuff about these shows. Yeah. Now impeachment. Yeah. That starts next week, and we were talking about. So it's about the Monica Lewinsky Bill Clinton scandal. Yeah. Long-time listeners will recall us being frustrated by the existence of this series Yes, prior to the election. Right, and it was supposed to come out in October. Oh, thank God it didn't. Thank fucking God, you know, what's his name? Ryan Murphy, man, you're not, he's not a feminist, first of all, and we'll get to why in a second. Yeah, but Um, he might have saved democracy. Well, I think COVID was the reason why they didn't do it. They didn't film it. Thanks, COVID. Yeah, but like because I yeah whatever. I COVID think minus Thanks, COVID. democracy. COVID, COVID saves democracy. Credit where credits do. So Beanie Feldstein's playing Monica Lewinsky, and I think that's mm. perfect casting. She looks great. Um, Edie Falco's playing Hillary Clinton. Good. Okay. Clive Owen is playing Bill Clinton, and they've only shown him in like glimpses, little scenes. And he, now Clive Owen, if you saw closer. Of course. I love the movie Closer <laughs> because of Clive Owen. Mm-hmm. Because that that was a movie about intimacy. I think you might mean I love the movie Closer despite Julia Roberts. <laughs> oh, yeah, really. God, she's awful. She really phoned it in. Yeah, she really did. Jude Law, what a pussy. Um and Well, everyone was great in that movie except Julia Roberts. Yeah. But yeah, I still she... recommend it despite Julia Roberts. Oh, it's so good. So, so good. Um, uh, but Clive Owen, he has that thing about him that Bill Clinton has, that glimmer in his eye. That smarm, but it's sexy. It's like straddles that line. I think that's inspired casting. I think it's going to be- Yeah, I don't know who else could play Bill Clinton, to be honest. Yeah. Um, But Sarah Paulson is playing Linda Tripp. Which I'm fine with, but- I'm not. I know. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not. Because- Linda Tripp was plus sized. Was she? Yes. Okay. And they're putting Sarah Paulson in a fat suit. Okay. To play Linda Tripp. Oh, yeah, they would have to, wouldn't they? Well, well, no, they uh, well unless to. they cast the part, you know, appropriately. They, right. <laughs> right. Yeah. And they could have, but they didn't, and that just irritates me. Mm. I'm still not over the fact that 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 Murphy cast um 
did not cast Italians as the Versaces, but made oh, sure yeah. to get the ethnicity of his, their of his murderer right. Like I, I, I'm still I'm still irked about that. Yeah, but Murphy, I get it. Sarah Paulson's his little muse or his little good luck charm. Mm-mm. And it's always about let's get her an Emmy, right? And I'm I'm bracing for the backlash. Well, I think for, it's already started because I read something about it. <laughs> yeah, it, it, and it should be. She shouldn't have been cast. It should have been given to somebody else. Why not just let her play Hillary Clinton? Well, okay. So can you think of a plus-size actor? I I really can't other than Melissa McCarthy. Rebel Wilson lost weight, although she would have been great. Rebel Wilson, right? But Rebel Wilson lost that weight like a year ago. Yeah, she could have done this role. Uh, yeah, yeah. But I'm I'm saying now, like, can you even think of any? Ad Bryant. Okay, all right. We got. Um, (laughs) There just aren't that many. Well, I'm sure there are a lot that we've just never seen. Well, yeah, you know, sure there are a lot. But how would they get in front of Ryan Murphy to even audition is the question. Yeah, that just... It, ugh, I want to be clear, just... I'm not trying to defend Ryan Murphy. I'm just saying, um, I, I mean, there just aren't that many... He's fat-phobic, and we just need to... Uh, yeah. Plus-size actors, male or female. Yeah, um, he's fat Jordan Hill lost weight. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, there's got to be. I'm, there, there, I'm, I'm sure there was more, that, and we're just not thinking of them. But, um, yeah, he's fat phobic, and like it, he just needs to be called out for it. Okay, guys, this is not why you tune in, but we found it. We're very excited. Send us questions for, about Ryan Murphy. <laughs> yeah, but, you know the impeachment. I am curious to see how. I'm curious to see how they handle it. I'm curious to see what drama comes up from it on social media. Mm. Yeah. So, in any case, watch American Horror Story. I love Finn Wittrock. Did you ever read the book The Luckiest Girl Alive? I did. Okay, he's playing her boyfriend in the movie. And Mila Kunis is playing the lead. Okay. And they were shooting in New York. Uh, I had no idea. I guess he's really short. Oh, no. Yeah. Oh, no. He's so talented, though. But I'm okay. In any case, we're going to. There's always something, right? There's always something. We're Talented gonna, we're gonna, and short. Right. We're going to move on. All right, Sarah, you've got the first question. I do, and it's from a man. Yay. All right. Here's the question. Some girls ask to communicate on Facebook or Instagram when I request their phone number. Is that a red flag? Are they trying to sneakily look at my background before meeting me? Are they just feeling it is a safer option to communicate over social media versus the phone? What do I make of this? Should I give my social media to strangers? You know, can everyone just stay the fuck off social media, please? And just exchange numbers and go back to how it used to be? Well, no. (laughs) No, I don't think they're going to do that. Because the more steps and the more information we have about someone, the more likely it is we're going to get rejected. You know, I think uh, Facebook and particular is a weird diversion like why send somebody to your facebook first unless you're like really not ever planning on meeting them 
I that I don't understand. What what do you mean? Why not? What's the So most people have had their Facebook for at least ten years. Yeah. <laughs> right? So and also at this point, most people are not really using it except to either like share photos of their kids Ugh. or um like news articles that mm-hmm. they are interesting and that's like pretty much it Mm -hmm. so it's i I just it's kind of like where relationships go to die because i think everyone is hanging on to their facebook accounts at this point and i could just be projecting because this is why i have it but like it's just because if i if i delete that there are so many people i lose contact with completely right right that i i don't want to lose contact with completely but also like I'm not going to ever call them probably, <laughs> you know, yeah. but just so, in case it's like those clothes you keep in your closet. It's not just in case. Like I, there are people I enjoy like occasionally messaging mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. stuff like that. But like, like I said, I'm not, I'm not going to like call them weekly yeah. or spend holidays with them. Yeah. I mean, yeah. yeah Facebook really is. It's, it's, I mean, at this point it's, it's, dead it's zone. yeah, it is a dead zone, but uh also too if they're older well i was gonna say we don't know how old this person is i do i do i recognize the email address so he's definitely over 45 oh well then maybe facebook is not a dead zone i I don't know Uh, it's but still like i get i get it um because they want to make sure he is who he says he is and they want to get his full name and they want to see photos and you know but also, you know, remember, like, a lot of people keep that stuff locked up, as you should. Yeah. If you're actively I mean, dating, lock that shit up. Right. It's no different than if you're looking for a job. Lock it up. Uh-huh. <laughs> well, that's the, right, that's the other thing about having your Facebook for 10 years. Like, there's something on there you don't want right. someone to see. Right. In 2021. Right. I guarantee it. Right. So... Depending on how much time they have, they'll right. find it. <laughs> right. So lock up your social media. And if people ask for it, you can say, well, this is my Instagram page, but it's, you know, my settings are private. Okay. Uh, like, I, I personally think it's better to say, I don't give out my socials until I meet somebody. I mean, yeah, I would just say, like, I don't give out my socials. Unless we're actually friends. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I like yeah. the idea of saying like, well, here's my handle, you know. Yeah. This like, this right. is me. You can check out yeah. my name, but also to remember you can, anybody can change their name. Doesn't mean anything. Well, no, I know. Doesn't mean anything. Um, but we've talked before about how no social media looks extremely suspicious. Right. Like, let's just be honest. You can't win. You, you can't win. You really can't. <laughs> So, I mean, it it is true. They like women probably feel that this is a safer option. That's undeniably true. Mm-hmm. And there's probably some truth to the idea that that's why they're doing it. But there's also probably some truth to the idea that they're yeah they're trying to look you look you over. <laughs> yes, but but like we talked about earlier before this before we start start recording, women ask for safety. Uh huh. Men ask because they want to see what you actually look like. Yeah, that's true. Yes. 
And I, I actually had someone ask me this question this week and they said, I don't understand why, you know, why they do that. You know, we, we Who's meet they? A, men or women? And we match on an app and they ask for, you know, to connect or I give them my social because the app, you know, is kind of glitchy or whatever. And then they like look at all my photos and, and you know, watch all my stories and guys, and someone didn't understand why that is happening. <laughs> well, yeah, well, I guess she didn't. And it's because they're trying to get an idea of what your body type is. Bingo. That's it. That's it. <laughs> you know, and uh, like, no, again, nothing. You can't win. You can't win. No. Because there's going to be that one photo where it's taken. Uh, there are some photos taken at certain angles where I'm like, oh, of me. Like, nope, 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 nope. But, yeah. You know? Well, Sure. Right. We, don't, we don't usually post those on social media. Right. There's just something men are just terrified, terrified of going out on a date with a woman who is like not conventionally thin. Terrified. Yeah. This is a real throwback from, <laughs> from last week. Right. From every week, really. Like, that's that it. They're, they're terrified that, and they're just so sure that women are lying to them and then they wonder why well yeah mm. very well might be because you're assholes because you're assholes about it yeah like, we're afraid you because you judge us so harshly about it you know a, a girl on yeah. instagram that i follow she posted a profile of a guy who said um you know he said what is it like what did he say like five eight 165 pounds and she's like why do men put their weight in their profile and the reason is that's preemptive because they're thinking they think a woman's going to come back and be like, right. Five, six, right. And- <laughs> right. As though no like, one you, is going to do that. My dude. No one's going to do that. <laughs> Nobody's going to do that. Not to mention, as you have said many times, men don't know what a woman's body looks like in terms of her weight. Yeah, men don't know what women weigh. They don't. It doesn't. They just don't. But it, and it's also like just, you know, why are you putting your height in there when it's already on the profile? Like, why are you repeating yourself? Well, it, I think you you said the quiet part out loud. Yes. <laughs> it's, he's putting it out there, hoping some woman who was born sexy yesterday will reciprocate <laughs> uh, exactly so listen it's it, it'll raise a red flag if you you know what it, it's gonna raise a red flag if you don't give it but i would say lock it up yeah lock it up and say oh you know this is the page you know from for work purposes i keep my you know my settings private right and then say but you know because this, this it's it. a red flag, like you said, either way, and mm-hmm. no matter what's on there. Whether there's very little on there or a lot, right? people we, will interpret that. The more information you have, the more likely it is some, like that, that they have about mm-hmm. you. Right. The more likely it is they're going to find something to, to use to reject you. That's why it's just like, just give out a Google voice number. Or, you know, a burner email account that you've created for online dating. And that's it. Or yeah. just do a video oh, date. A, yeah, that's a good point. Because um, I, I think uh, men could probably, 
I mean, earn some brownie points, I guess. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I hate to say it that way because, like, I don't know. Women mm-hmm. again, women are not like vending machines where if you put in enough nice, eventually sex comes out. <laughs> but, <laughs> but uh if for, yeah, if a man was like, you know, look, I have social media, I use social media, I really um have a close circle of friends, so like, you know, until we get to know each other, I would prefer not to exchange social media handles but i recognize that you might not want me to have your phone number yet so how about we try google google voice that's it yeah problem solved yeah i would i would not give it i wouldn't give it i mean you can say i would lock it up and then give it but don't don't let them have access to it just don't yeah exactly just right just acknowledge that like why do it doesn't ask? have to be a phone number, but also, uh, yeah, we don't we don't need to be exchanging social media handles. Right. No good could come of that too early on. Nope. Okay. Next one. A little lengthy, but it's uh, it's one of those evergreens. Mm. I started hooking up with this guy several months ago. It's pretty much just maintenance for both of us. Sometimes we hang out and talk for a couple hours afterwards, but we don't text and call or anything on the regular. We only really communicate to schedule hookups. It works for both of us, and I've never really thought about actually dating him. I don't believe you. The other night, he called me to see when I could come over again, and I randomly asked him what his endgame was. He said, you mean, are we banging or dating? I said, no, no, we are clearly just banging. I just want to know if you ever plan on looking for someone to to be more to you. So then he's like... So then he's like, so you're saying you want a date? And I said, no. (laughs) I like how things are now. Is that what you want? He says, what are you? (laughs) I'm so sorry. He says, what do you want? That's the real question here. I did tell him that if I started dating someone, our arrangement wouldn't continue. He always says he's not sleeping with anyone else, nor looking. A few times in that convo, he sounded like he was open to the idea of dating, but at the same time was also playing it cool. At one point, he said if we dated, it would ruin a good thing. LOL. I agreed. Reflecting on that convo, though, I wondered if I had missed some cues from him. Surely he doesn't want an actual relationship. He seems avoidant as far as talking about anything serious, so I don't know how I would even bring that up. I really have never thought of it more than casually hooking up. Next time I see him, I'm going to try to casually bring it up without any pressure. But I also don't want to make it awkward when things are good the way they are. Should I even bring it up? Dating him wouldn't be terrible. I just really thought it was all sex between us. Why do I feel like the guy in this situation now? LOL. I don't know because you are absolutely acting like the woman (laughs) in this situation. Um, When he said... I don't want to ruin a good thing. That's the only cue that you need to pay attention to. I mean, yeah, he he didn't give you any cues because he he answered your question, right? He was like, "Do you want to date?" Right. Like he's here's the thing: if he, if this is like drama free, conflict free, it, it's easy. He doesn't want to change. Like he doesn't want to rock that boat. He's got a good setup right now. Yeah. 
So that's why he was like, I don't know. What do you want to do? I don't know. What, what do you think? Because he doesn't want to come out and say, no, I don't want a relationship because then he might lose what he does have. Right. Yeah. There's something about saying the quiet part out loud. <laughs> Right, that merch, that merch, feels merch, merch. Uh, that feels risky, right? Mm-hmm. Like if he were to just say, like, "No, I'm just fucking you." <laughs> it's not great, right? <laughs> not great, Bob. No, doesn't feel no. good. No, <laughs> that's why he's not saying it. That's why he's not saying it. And but you'll notice that he uh, answers your questions with questions. Okay, so that's a really good point. The answering a question with a question. Why do you think, well, we both know why he's doing it, but I want to hear what your yeah. thoughts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So if you answer, okay, there's only a couple reasons to answer a question with a question, right? But I think all of them share <laughs> the motivation of like really just trying to take the temperature of, of the room <laughs> mm-hmm. and see how much you can get away with. Um, without, you know, how little ground you can seed, uh, and like, yeah, how to, how to make your, your argument and your position as strong as possible. Yeah. So That's he, it. he's dancing. Yeah. He's dancing around it. He's trying, he, he's, he's trying to be, he's not trying to be sensitive. Let's be clear. Like he's not looking out for your feelings. This is all, he's doing this for himself. Right. But the other benefit of of answering a question with a question is it's a question, right? Like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so you get to talk about what you think, and he gets to tailor his response to what you think. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it provides the illusion of like, oh, he's listening to you. Mm-hmm. But really, he's just listening again to tailor his response and kind of see like how little ground can he seed here yeah and understand if things are going if things are going easily and there's no drama and there's very little effort on his part and it's just hey when do you want to get together again okay great like it's he's getting exactly what he wants right which is probably why he never like why why (laughs) why Why? sleeping with him why would he want to date you well, no, I was going to say, why <laughs> would he ever tell you about his end game? Right. Right. Because what's he supposed to say? Like, oh, eventually I'll meet someone to settle down with. That implies right. that's not you. Mm-hmm. That's okay. uh, not a great way to keep having sex with someone. Can, but can we also talk about the why she even asked in the fucking first place? Well, yeah. I don't think she knows why she asked, but... Right. (laughs) (laughs) But you clearly want this to be a relationship. Exactly. Or, well, actually, I take it back. You might just want him to want a relationship with you. Right. Good point. Good distinction. Um, But either way. Here's the... Yeah, if you were perfectly okay with how things were going, then you would have not risked... Rock, rocking the boat exactly yeah you wouldn't have brought it up because it up. when you ask yeah you get an that's answer when, right so the fact that you asked at all says to me that you thought oh this is going so well i think he really likes me and th- okay i really 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 think 
that if you're going to get into these casual situations, it has to be with someone that you know you could never have a relationship with. I was going to say, yeah, it can't really be with someone you actually like all that much, right? Right. That's <laughs> the, I, there was a guy, Tad, 10 years, 10 years, uh-huh. not one fight, not one problem, 10 years, because I knew from the start, <laughs> I never, ever could have had a relationship with him. I knew from the start. Right. Not his real name, by the way. Well, sure. But that's why it lasted, because I never developed feelings for him. Right. And he also wasn't a dick to me. You know, that helps, too. When yeah. there was well, like yeah, a, that, a mutual that, regard. That um, so, yeah. Like, if you think that there's potential that you could potentially get invested or, or, or want a relationship, this is not the person right. to have a casual thing with. And... Not everybody can do casual dating or casual sex, and that's okay. Yeah. You know, you're not required as a feminist. <laughs> you know what yeah. I mean? To be able to, like, you're, you don't have to be Samantha Jones. Right. You, don't ha- you don't have to do any of that. You don't even get this. You don't even have to have sex. You do not. You do not. <laughs> that's your call. You don't have to have sex to be like attractive, desirable, a feminist, empowered. No, you can be completely celibate and be all those things. So I just, situations like this, when I hear it, I'm thinking you, you are not, you're not, there's a lack of self-awareness here. Either that or there's denial. Yeah. I mean, it sounds like she's looking for cues that she might've missed, but she didn't miss any cues. Right. She she wants to believe she's missing cues. She like she thinks he's, you know, he's hinting to try and see how she feels. He is not right and trying to play it cool. The bad right. news is he is cool. Right, <laughs> he's not sweating this at all. He's not right. an act. <laughs> he truly does not care. Right. So there's your answer on that one, Sarah. Can you uh, thank you say it? next? Thank you next. All right, Sarah, your turn. Okay, here we go. I've been dating a guy for six weeks, and we knew from the start that he was only in my location for a temporary job. We didn't expect to have such a good time together. He recently had to move back home 12 hours away after his job ended months earlier than expected, and he tried exploring other job opportunities closer to me because after we met, he didn't want to leave. I've never had the genuine connection and chemistry that I do with this guy. I'm torn between continuing to express how I feel and communicate with him or let him go in hopes he will find his way back to me. I don't want to play games and it's disingenuous to my nature. I really like him a lot. I feel he likes me too. For six weeks, he was consistent in communicating. I never saw any red flags, which I typically do. And his actions always matched his words. He treated me so extremely warm and kind. Everything felt right. We decided not to write off the possibility of a partnership in the future as his job could send him my way again. But I don't know how to operate. The way I feel makes me want to continue to pursue him, but I'm not sure if that will just set me up for a broken heart and waste my time. Okay, am I wrong in thinking that he always could have just moved in with her and stayed with her? No. No, you're not. I mean, well, no. 
I have a, I have a couple of thoughts here. Okay. <laughs> but yeah, no, I mean, if you, yeah, if that's where this was going. It would have gone there. It would have gone there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, you know, he, they had that buffer. He had that buffer of mm-hmm. the job and, you know, for six weeks he was a constant, consistent communicating and never saw any red flags, which I typically do. And his actions always match his words. He treated me so extremely. His his actions matched his words for six weeks. Let's not right. give too much credit for that. Right. He's on his best behavior because it's six weeks. Right. Yeah, we knew from the start he was only in my location for a temporary job. Yeah, boy, oh boy, when 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 there's a built-in excuse to leave, uh huh, those relationships are fucking effortless, right? Oh yeah. I know it's the whole time. Endgame. Speaking of Endgame, that's the. I think it, this is Avengers Endgame. <laughs> that's the name. Of, that's the title of the of the, of the episode. Hmm. Fuck that guy. Endgame. Endgame. Fuck that guy. Endgame. Uh, title uh in any case but he had the end game he had he knew he always had that built in out he was always going to do this um, he was never going to stay so do you remember Kristen? a couple days ago i sent Uh-oh. you a tiktok from a woman who was like uh my boyfriend moved with me to my phd program stayed two days and then broke up with me and left mm-hmm. mm. <laughs> and i was like classic man <laughs> yeah classic white dude um this is this is kind of that yeah so i i think that again when there is an expiration date built in mm-hmm. first of all it's very easy for everyone to be on their best behavior that's why right. you guys connect so well mm-hmm. that's why it feels great mm-hmm um, cause it, you have a, you have a finite amount of time, right? Right. <laughs> it's like the fault in our stars, except no one's dying. <laughs> Spoiler alert. Uh, <laughs> um, and I, I mean, I hadn't really thought about this actually until just now, but like, don't you think that having a finite amount of time feels so good because it kind of reminds you and feels like what it was like to date as a teenager when you had a finite amount of time because you had a curfew. Mm-hmm. Or, and you just like couldn't get enough of that person because you had yeah. a limited amount of time. Or they were going away to school yeah. or, you know, yeah. 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 Um, so it's very easy for everyone to get along, be on their best mm-hmm. behavior. If you have mm-hmm. any chemistry, it's turned up to 11. Mm-hmm. Right? So... I, I mean, a lot of that, I think, <laughs> is an illusion, and you guys are kind of, like, doing it to yourselves. I don't think that he, you know, doesn't care for her or anything like that. But mm-hmm. I do think he's kind of leading her on a little bit in yeah. saying, like, oh, yeah, well, we'll leave the door open, and if I ever take a job near you again, I'll give you a call. But, like, he's not trying to get a job near you. Right. 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 Did he even try? Well, she says he he did, but I I don't believe he tried that hard because he didn't get one. Which right. I'm only saying <laughs> because it's 2021. It's a job seekers market. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so if you got one job, you could certainly find another. Um, I mean, I don't know where these two live. You know, yeah, like, this is. But this 
this is a if he wanted to he would situation yeah and i just feel like i don't know feel like he's kind of leading her on yeah he's just doing that classic dude thing where he's trying to do the soft landing yeah and she's gonna end up feeling like the rug got pulled out from under her yeah you know i was i got tagged in something today and it was from the creators he's fired and she was talking about how to like how not to fire a guy via text or whatever and you know when you notice like a quantifiable change in their behavior like oh they used to text me every day and then they it went to like three days a week okay or four or we always used to go out on weekends and suddenly he was busy or if if it's something really quantifiable and it becomes consistent just understand they don't communicate why they're hoping and praying you will break up with them right right and just like this guy like i said he's trying to do the soft landing right 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 fade out (laughs) <laughs> right that's what he's trying to do they're slowly trying to fade out of your life now if it's a situation where it's not quantifiable where you just feel this shift like something's off that's when you should check in and say hey just checking in i feel like there's been a there's been a bit of a shift can we talk about it yeah like there's nothing wrong with that but if it's a distinct quantifiable change fuck that guy he's just hoping you're gonna get the hint and leave because he's a pussy or he's just not a good person uh and he doesn't want to have to do the breaking up and because he might be a little unsure and like oh do i really want to i kind of want to keep this around like you said the sun like yeah the the airbag yeah (laughs) do do not text him and be like so this isn't what i want and you clearly don't want this and no no nope nope just let them go like just just ghost just that's it because they're hoping you're going to take the hint and they're not going to care they're not going to care if you oh oh, you're breaking up with me no you're not and you just look stupid because it's very clear they're trying to let you go yeah i mean i i want to say too even if you attempt a conversation Mm -hmm. i i feel like a lot of dudes will again move to a new state with you before initiating the breakup mm-hmm. <laughs> now this guy obviously is not going to move to a new state with you because that's exactly what's on the table here mm-hmm. but just as just as a metaphor like i i'm i'm trying to make a connection with the lengths men will go to to not be the one to break up with a woman yeah yep like i don't i don't know why it's better to move to a different state with someone and then abandon them like that what that's do you think much is more behind. dramatic but i think also that's a clean break for them right get in the car drive home no yeah. looking back <laughs> yeah but what do you think is no and i think i know the answer to this why do you think men are so afraid to break up with women emotion <sighs> i think it kind of depends on the relationship. Like in some cases, I think they don't want to look like the bad guy. Mm-hmm. To go back it. to Sex in the City, like Sex in the City, exactly. That's what makes you the bad guy, Alan. Yeah, yeah. It, it, yeah, precisely, right, Andrew? Uh huh. <laughs> um, I think sometimes men might feel sorry for women. 
like if I mean, because again, like we're, we're talking about men, right? So if a man is trying to break up with a woman when she's in like a really low period overall, yeah, he's not gonna not break up with her, <laughs> but he is gonna feel sorry for her, yeah, and try yeah. to try to extricate himself in such a way that he doesn't get tangled up in you know the other messes of her life because mm-hmm. he he just wants out yeah yeah and well, i don't actually... think men and women are really uh, that different in that regard like mm-hmm. if if you just want out <laughs> you just want yeah. out man yeah that actually brings us that that's a great it brings us to my the next question that i, I got the only, just in closing i think the only real difference is again the lengths <laughs> to which men will go to try to avoid a breakup like i've heard numerous stories of men you know again moving to different states with women as they start grad school and then two weeks later they're like oh by the way <laughs> i'm leaving yeah i've not heard of any women doing that so yeah so that's just so in kind conclusion of- um you've had a good six weeks that's probably it if he wanted to he would yes and that's it i think thank you next thank you and here's the next question what's your opinion on a guy who would rather be in a relationship and cheat instead of breaking it off before <laughs> getting to the point of trying to cheat well, I think we've just covered this. <laughs> I think we did. I think we did. But I think th- I think the the reason here is, um, he wants to get caught so that you Ugh. will do the breaking up, right? That that's it. Like, and this is the other way guys go. Like, there's the guys who uh, just who just pull a burger. <laughs> The ones who don't want to be the bad guy and the ones who are like, I got to be a villain if I'm going to get out of this. Yes, exactly. And it's usually because either they've tried to break up. Uh-huh. And it, it, and, and the woman was like, no. <laughs> yeah. no. No, we're not doing that. Um, or like you said, I, like, he just knows this woman's so into him and he's like, I have to do something really awful or he's just a piece of shit. Right. <laughs> I think it's one of the first two, though. And I yeah. say that because, again, I, I don't think men and women are really all that different in terms of wanting to avoid messy breakups. Yeah. Um, by which I mean, I've done exactly this. <laughs> mm-hmm. I have definitely cheated on someone to try to get them to break up with me. You've done this? I've done exactly this. Yeah. And yeah, I but- am currently a woman and have always lived as a woman. So now <laughs> what? Uh, oh, I'm, I'm fascinated. I'm fascinated. Tell me more. Tell me more. Have you not done that? Me? Yeah. You've not done this? I mean, no. Oh, you've done but it not all. only because I don't have a ton of relationship experience. No. Okay. And also, no, I just, no, no. I think the most I've ever done is kiss somebody. And that was when I was dating somebody in college. And that's college. You know, we weren't even yeah. like really. Exclusive. Well, that's when I did it too. It was college. Um, where were we going with that? Oh, so I want to ask. Okay, so you cheat, right? And then, but in order for this master plan to work, they have to find out you cheated. Correct. 
Okay. So how are you going to ask me how I orchestrated that? Yes. I don't I remember. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, okay. Then I think I probably, I probably told a friend of a friend or something. Yeah. Like they're they're sloppy it about it. Yeah. When someone is that sloppy. Right. You know, it's like the people that you meet on a dating app and you go to Facebook and you immediately find pictures of them with their wife. Yeah. They're trying to get caught. Uh-huh. <laughs> yep. Like, that's exactly it. They right. are trying to get caught. And they're hoping, praying, praying that you do that thing that so many women do after, of course, they take to the internet and say, what do you think I should do? Should I tell her? And the guy's like, fingers crossed, you know, <laughs> please. <laughs> You are, is the word a conduit? I don't know. You're, yeah. you're the, I don't, yes. is it, is that the word? Mm-hmm. <gasps> oh, I know that word. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> that's what, that's what you are. Yeah. You are, this is, this is the, there's so many reasons not to be that woman that goes to the other woman and says, you know, Hey, your man's cheating. And blah, blah, blah. But this is the big one. It's because you're doing the dirty work for him. Uh-huh. You might say the the that you're the medium. <laughs> the, the medium. There, there you go. You might also say the medium is the message. The medium is the <laughs> <laughs> Well done. Well played. Uh, but that's exactly that's that's one of that's one of the biggest reasons why you don't you don't turn to the woman and tell her anything. Right. Because that guy is is using you to do it. Absolutely. And. And okay, side note, can, let me ask you, have you seen these TikToks from people who are like, if your husband's on the flight from this place to Tennessee and uh, you're, he's going to a bachelor party um, he, and his name is Ted, uh, I saw him kiss his girlfriend when he, we got off the plane. No, I haven't seen those. Where they're hoping, <laughs> they're hoping that the video will reach the guy's mm. girlfriend. Uh huh. Can we have a come to Jesus moment about how fucking eager? And it's always, always, it's never directed at men. It's never like, hey, if your name's Brian and, uh, you know, you're friend with so and so, or your girlfriend is, it's never directed at men. It, these are always directed at women. Can we talk the, the, the fervor that people have? To fuck up another woman's life. Sure, we could talk about it. <laughs> like, they're sure. just so eager to do it. And everyone thinks it's great. And everyone's frothing at the mouth. And, oh, my God, I'm on messy TikTok. And you know what you might be on? You might be on woman has a, a severe emotional mental breakdown because of this TikTok. Because you don't know the woman's emotional state. You don't know if that relationship is abusive. Right. You don't fucking know. That's Stay the I fuck out of it. About. Yeah. I mean, I, I, yeah, I, I mean, yeah. <laughs> and I, stop, hold on. And stop saying it. Cause I am so goddamn sick of this excuse. Women supporting women. And no. I'm looking out for women. No, you're not. No, you're not. You are actively trying to hurt another woman. Shut the fuck up. And keep your nose out of it. 
put your headphones on or your earbuds in like everybody else and pay attention to your own fucking life, which you know is a mess, and stop trying to blow up another woman's life. And scene, thank you. Thanks for coming to my TED Talk. My ragey TED Talk. What were you going to say? I was just going to say, like, that's, that is something that no one ever um, thinks about is like, yeah, you don't, you don't know how the man's going to respond to being cut. You don't so, know. Hmm. <laughs> yeah. And what about kids? Like, yeah. What if the well, kids are out to? Just, you know, oh. I also feel like most of the time women know anyway, right? We've already talked. Of course they know. Yeah. We're we not have, stupid. Of course we've talked about it. Yeah. No, but usually they know. Um, And also, you know, some people have open relationships. Yeah. So, yeah, some people, yeah. Yeah. Or it's just, you yeah. You don't know. You don't know. So maybe the, uh, maybe she cheated first. Maybe, like, there are oh. so many things. <laughs> this is just the, the even Stevens move. <laughs> yeah, you just don't know. Like, But I'm mean, begging you to ask yourself why you're so eager to blow up another woman's life. And this is to the men, too. And when I see men doing this shit, you're the fucking worst. Stay I out of think it. Most of these people are people who are still angry because they have been cheated on. No. So they just don't. I think it starts with not wanting to see cheaters happy. I think that's what it's actually about. Like it. It definitely involves serious collateral damage. Well, yes, but I'm talking the the bigger ones uh, on TikTok where people are like, if you have two, if your name is Melissa. And you have a friend named Becky and a friend named Julie, and they go to this cafe. They were talk- they were bad mouthing you. Oh. Stay the fuck out of it. Yeah. How That's- in desperate yeah. need of friends are you that you're that you're doing this? Yeah. Just stop. Whew. Oh my God, I feel that pain coming out of my neck now. <laughs> woo. <laughs> but yeah, when it when it's the cheating ones, it, it is it's it's absolutely not about the woman. Please stop saying it's about the woman and looking out for it. It's not. Stop. Yeah, no, I think it's stop. It's about our own rage. <laughs> and if you truly felt that it was about protecting another woman, you wouldn't have to ask the fucking internet. Mm-hmm. You just do it. Yeah. Oh, and you just do it, and you wouldn't run to the internet to tell everybody so you can get head pats. Yeah, exactly. You just do it, right? You would do it discreetly, right? You would you would find a way to break the news to her gently, right? Yeah. Well, you're embarrassing her, right? Yep, because people are going to figure out who she is. Because you all know you're dying for her to figure that out. You're dying for people to figure it out so that you can just blow up this mess. I I can't. Yeah. I cannot. This take. isn't just a TikTok phenomena either. Like I've seen it's this not. on it's Facebook. Not. I've seen this on Instagram, Twitter. Yeah, oh, the reason to lock your social media down. <laughs> Yeah, no shit, man. Jesus Christ. Okay. Uh, any final thoughts, Sarah? Um. Yeah, men, if you men, wanted to, we men would. and women, when it comes to breaking up, like they're not really that different. So, if you're a woman being potentially broken up with by a man, just ask yourself, like, why would I be acting like this? <laughs> That's probably your answer. Um, what are my final thoughts? Uh, if he wanted to, he would, mm-hmm. uh, mm-hmm. stay away from casual relationships. If you think you might, um, want something more with them. Yeah. Uh, 
stop blowing up people's lives on TikTok and and frankly stop being a, a nosy gossip and stop listening to other people's conversations. <laughs> Christ. You're asking a lot right now. I know, I know. Um but You know, not everybody you. lives in New York. We're not all constantly surrounded by interesting conversations that I, we have to maybe, drown out. Maybe, maybe. I, I don't I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Just Stop doing it. It's just so ugly. Uh, okay. September 8th, write the best dating profile ever. Zoom class. Go to datologycoach.com. Click workshops and register. Go to datologycoach.substack.com. Subscribe so that you can hear the Substack podcast, which is this podcast, but a different, uh, it, like a completely different podcast, but it's the same theme. But for my Substack, Substack subscribers, follow me on TikTok at Datology Coach. Uh, what else? What else? What? Oh, follow me on Instagram, the Kristen C H R I S T A N M. Uh, yeah. Oh, happy Labor Day, you guys. Have a safe oh, yeah. and happy Labor, Labor Day. Day. I hope I hope you guys um, hope you guys are able to take some time off. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks, workers. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you, workers. <laughs> Bye. Bye. <laughs>